I have no problem drinking breast milk. I've done it before. I drank my friend's breast milk. I took a shot out of it. But I'm not going to the tea. I'm not drinking it from the tea. Because there are rules. Don't look at me like I'm an asshole. There are fucking rules. I will drink her breast milk from a glass. This is Don Hall. And I'm David Himmel. And this is the Literate Apecast. You are tuned in to the Literate Ape Podcast, made by adults for adults using occasional adult language. Listener, stand cautioned. You have been invaded yeah. by a small tyrant spawn. Mm. Tell us... Because, I mean, I'm assuming the six listeners we have are not parents. Maybe some of them are parents. Yeah. But this is a new experience, and we have an inside skinny. The inside scoop, yeah. So what, uh, what, so first of all, did you record any of the birth or any of that? I like did we not. Talked about I did not record it. I didn't No, it's yeah. the, I mean, the birth itself is a whole, is a whole thing. Like, mm-hmm. well, that's too much time to get into that. I can tell you this about the birth, though. It's. I've never felt more helpless and useless in my entire life. There's just, and, and watching your wife or your partner, whatever, whoever's giving birth, watching that person suffer and hurt the way that they hurt, because that is some fucking pain. Yeah. That is your whole body hurting. Yeah, you're trying to shit out the giantest yeah. turd of all time. Yeah. Out of the wrong hole. Right, right. And, that's, mean, and they're telling her to push, she's like, and the midwife is like, push for your, through your butt like you want to poop. Push like you're going to poop. They're telling you to literally to shit a kid out. Yeah, well, that's what you're doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there, it's just like, I, I, don't, I don't know how to help. I mean, I went through all these classes, and I know how to be the coach and all this yeah. stuff that they taught us. And it was all helpful. But I, Katie, I don't know if it's just because of, um, because of what Katie was going through while she was in labor or because of the relationship that Katie and I have or what, but... Everything I said and did to help pissed her off. Yeah, just didn't didn't work. Yeah, and then the doula comes over and holy shit, fucking buy a doula. Just <laughs> just buy one. Buy one and have one by your side at all times. You know you can pull out in times of distress because holy god, the doula comes over and she starts saying the same shit that I was saying and doing the same shit that I was doing, and Katie is just responding to all of it and like my I wasn't offended. I wasn't you know felt threatened like fuck lady if you can do this do it just yeah. and i don't know if it's because it's like another woman and there's like all right you get it i don't give a fuck yeah just, but it's just do like the i thing, can't make it easier yeah um you know and of course i'm not as good as i mean a doula has a special touch and it's just a certain calm that i could never have anyway so when you every time you say the doula i always see yoda i mean she was short i mean i just have this image of yoda <laughs> standing next to your wife going my worst Yoda. Do it. Go for it. I'm the worst. That's, yeah. the, it's the terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> it's like my wife's Jimmy Stewart impression. It's the worst impression you'll ever hear in your I life. I want to hear Dana's Jimmy Stewart. Because even everybody funnier, can do it, even a shitty Jimmy the Stewart. Funny, the funniest, actually, funnier than Dana's Jimmy Stewart is Dana's Hunter S. Thompson, because what she's doing is she's doing 
Johnny Depp Johnny is Honey Depp's <laughs> a bad Johnny Depp doing Hunter S. Thompson yeah. and it's just a, the fucking funniest thing I've ever heard in my life it's hard not to do Thompson without doing Depp's Thompson yeah. because they're so fucking close because anyway, he nails but, it he yeah. nails it and then exaggerates it just yeah. a little bit yeah yeah. well it's it's. I mean on the total slide note for my peculiar journeys uh, I'm doing tattoo stories and then off loop stories mm-hmm. and uh, the next tattoo is buy the ticket take the ride yeah. and I realized oh I want to get Hunter S. Thompson reading something he wrote mm-hmm. as part of the piece so that because I want to talk about Hunter S. Thompson for the Kirak I talk about Kirak right. okay that's what I want to do and listening to him I went okay Depp really did get it pretty close yeah. I mean he really did get yeah. him pretty damn close yeah. it was like alright that was impressive but Dana's that's funny. <laughs> it's like my Harry Carey, which is the worst Harry Carey. <laughs> Let's hear your Harry Carey. Because my Harry Carey is... And have you ever met Jeff Hoover? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Jeff, yeah. Hoover, Jeff Hoover was one of the founding members of WNEP Theater. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. I, uh, Jeff, when he did... When he got, let's put it this way. When he got the... The, the what, GM job? Johnny... Well, no, oh. when he was on... Early, this is fucking 90s. Oh, okay. Uh, he was the Jerry Lewis for Jonathan Brandmeier. Ah, okay. And when he got that, they were having a contest. He and I, before he called, got completely baked. <laughs> and he was so nervous. And they needed his Jerry Lewis. And Johnny B was like, you're the Hoover, you're the greatest. And that was kind of how he got on W, you know, all of that yeah. stuff. He kind of got into that industry. But no, I did a ton of shows with Hoover. Hoover's hilarious. But yeah, that but Hoover great. does yeah. a fantastic Harry Carey. But my Harry Carey is my version of Hoover's Harry Carey. <laughs> hey! Ugh! I'm 14 years old, and I'm looking at a girl with a sock top. <laughs> it's the word, right? That's it's the word. Bad, but yeah. It's terrible. But, but it captures Harry Carey. Yeah. Too, yeah. Hoover nails it. That's great. <laughs> it's my version of Hoover doing Harry Carey. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe if I can find it, I'll, I'll, I'll link. Uh, he, did a, he and Jason Meyer did... Uh, Jeff Hoover out in Wrigleyville as Harry Carey <laughs> doing a version of, uh, fuck, what's the Suzanne Vague? Do, 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 oh, do, uh, Tom Steiner. Tom Steiner. Yeah. It's him doing, no more cubbies. No more. <laughs> it's like off-season Harry Carey walking, and it's a film yeah. of him walking around doing this voiceover. To um, the Vegas song? To the Vegas song. Jesus He's singing Christ. the song. He's singing the song, but as Harry Carey. It's, it's a fucking <laughs> stitch. Yeah, it's really, really, really funny. Before we leave Harry Carey, yeah. the that statue so of him, random. that statue of Harry Carey outside of Wrigleyville or Wrigley Park, mm-hmm. Wrigley, what the fuck, Wrigley Field, Jesus, whatever. Um, the, does that thing not to you? Hang on, let me get Jesus, fucking baby brain, baby brain. Oh my God. All right, so the, 
Does the Harry Carey statue... What does baby of, brain feel like? Does baby brain like senile brain? It feels like Alzheimer's. Like, I don't... Like, the words are there. I know who you are, but I can't get it. Nothing's connecting. It's like talking to your mom. Yeah. Okay. It's a mental cock tease. Now, is this from exhaustion? Or just the fact that there's a child now in the world and you are now I think responsible? It's just, I'm, I think I'm just tired. Okay. I'm, trying, I'm just trying to figure out, like, the hours... Of what to do. Like, I'm, I went nocturnal thinking that would get ahead of the kid, and that worked one day. Yeah. Um, and it worked last night, except the kid was really good last night. So it's like, all right, well, I guess I'm just up in the middle of the night working, which is fine. Sure. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, so the Harry Carey. Yeah, the Harry Carey. <laughs> that statue outside of Wrigley Field, does that not look like Freddy Krueger? With the oh, children yeah. popping out of his chest. It, it's fucking it, horrifying. It, it is It is a pretty horrifying. What the shit is it's that? It's wrong. It's wrong. It's like, it's almost as bad as that Lucille Ball statue from a couple of years yeah. ago. <laughs> like monster demon yeah. that looked like one of um, uh, Tim Burton's characters, monsters in a Don't trust juice. artists. No. You can't trust artists. This is why we shouldn't pay them. You know, artists are bad. Even their good work is horrific. As, a, as, a, as an artist, yeah. it's, a, it's bad. Yeah. So, all right, all right. Well, so, baby here's, brain. Here's baby the thing with, with fatherhood. Thus far, and I'm six days in at the time of this recording, fatherhood, or having a kid, I guess, so far for me, is it's an exercise in watching your wife suffer. That's all this has been for me. Not all it's been for me, but that's mostly what it is. Because it began with, you know, with the pregnancy, where Katie is in pain Vomiting and uncomfortable. And, and, yeah. And then the labor, which was... She had really good labor. The birth, I mean, it was great, but it's fucking hard, and it hurts like hell. And it was 24 hours of labor, and she pushed for an hour and a half. And so is it like no watching drugs, her run a you. marathon? Yeah, but I think with a marathon, there's at least some asshole juggling in a banana suit. To and like, she can to like, quit oh, in the middle that. of it if she felt yeah. like it. Yeah, you yeah. can't quit having a baby in the middle of it. Say, you know what? Done. No. Dude, no. I'm the gone. closest you can get is give me the epidural. That's the closest to quitting you can get, which is just and sticking do, a drug needle in your she spine. Did, yeah, and she didn't do the epidural. She did not. She went full natural birth. She wanted the epidural at one point, but the doula and I were like, "Oh, you can you can have that, but you you got this if you because her whole she really wanted the natural birth. Okay, without so. she really wanted to go without drugs, and she just kind of like she was like, "Give me the fucking drugs," and yeah. you guys said no. No, we didn't say no. We said if you want them. She's like, "I just can't do this." She's like, "You can." And then another contraction came out, and we talked her through it. And then she was just on to the next one. She just kept going. Wow. Yeah, I mean, this is all her. Like, people tell me congratulations, and that's nice and all, but all I'll you do was God, come. All I did was come. Yeah, and yeah. probably not even a really good come. I no, just it was like, good enough that the boys swam all the way to the you know. I mean, I guess, but even over. then, that's not my. That's not me as much as it is just my spunk. Like I got like active. Semen. Think of how many babies you've killed just oh, jerking yeah. off. Oh, yeah. The drain yeah. babies? Sure. Yeah, drain, Billions. Drain, Billions. Drain babies? Drain babies. <laughs> no. You call them drain babies? That's drain babies when you're jerking off in the shower. All the kids that go down the drain. Yeah, drain babies. <laughs> the negotiations that she and the kid are going through. Okay, and so this she's, is not, she's breastfeeding. Yeah. Okay. And this is not, like, the trouble is not unique to Katie or, or Harry. This is... A, it's fucking hard. It's a yeah. weird biology thing. The kid doesn't... I mean, the kid is six days old. He doesn't know a goddamn thing. Six days ago, he was a frog. Yeah. Living in a woman's guts. Yep. You know, and so he didn't like even know it was a woman's guts. Right. Because he has no concept of woman. No concept. All fluid. He's an idiot. He, well, he has he no brain. He's got the brain now. of yeah. a squirrel. Yeah. In, in if he's lucky. If he's lucky, yeah. Right now, yeah. 
Um, so just like figuring this out and it's frustrating for her and there's like nothing really, I mean, I can be supportive and all this stuff. Like, you know, you can rub her back and all this other shit, but like, I can't make the kid drink tit milk. You know, I... You can demonstrate. It's, it's funny you say that. I have no problem drinking breast milk. I've done it before. I drank my friend's breast milk. I took a shot out of it, but I'm not going to the tea. I'm not drinking it from the tea because there are rules. Don't look at me like I'm an asshole. There are fucking rules. I will drink her breast milk from a glass, just like I'll drink a cow's milk Aren't you from a pristine? glass. I'm not going to go suck on a cow's udder. Why not? Because it's a fucking cow's udder. There are, there are rules. There Wait, are... You've been to camp. You wrote a book about it. Yeah, but we had like goats and pigs. We didn't suck on their tits. It, like, that's not what we Have did. Have you we seen built The Last fires. Jedi? Yeah, I didn't think it was that good. Oh, you jackass. We've been here before. Yeah, I know. I know. It's not, I mean, but he drinks where he just squirts the milk right out of the giant creature's tit. Yes. I have no problem. right out of a bottle. I will squirt the milk out okay. of the tit. So but I will not drink but from But you will the... not place your lips. But you won't right. pl- place your lips on your wife's nipple. To drink the milk. No. All right, that's fair. The kid does. Because still the fine so line So you can't of... demonstrate to the kid how to do this because he certainly can't, like, milk your wife. Right. Because that's the thing is that even if I would do that... I couldn't show him how to do that because what's happening is uh, drinking from a tit nipple <laughs> is, is very different than drinking from a bottle nipple. You have to do different things with your tongue to get the tit milk out versus just like chugging. Like it's a whole thing. You've had this experience. You've got experience with this. So you say you're not doing it. This is from doing it. We had a lactation specialist at the house today. Like we've been through these classes. Like we know what's going we know what's going on. So you on. had a lactation specialist come yeah. to your house? Yeah. Yeah, and it's... The other thing... <laughs> what's a lactation... First of all, what's a lactation specialist cost? More people have grabbed my wife's breasts yeah. in the last six days than all of her high school career. Well, there you go. That's, which is a plus. <laughs> and, and it was an act of high school Yeah, career. which is a plus. She's getting she's getting to second base constantly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but, she's living on so second base. So how much is a lactation specialist She is fucking Ryan Sandberg of second charge. base right now. Yeah, how much is a lactation specialist charge? Uh, good question. I want to say that... you got to get a degree or what? <laughs> I don't know. I think the degree did you, is... Did you find this person on Craigslist? We found this person through our uh, Bradley Method instructor. There's like this whole subculture of... New mom, no, but baby that's not, Do these people have degrees from colleges, or did they I, just decide, like actors in Chicago, yeah. I'm, an, I'm actor. an actor. Yeah. Well, how do you know? Because I act. She, I'm a lactation specialist. Why? Because I like to grab titty. She went to the Titmill Conservatory. Yeah, Titmill. Yeah. Yeah, so, so, yeah, all right, so what, what does this person charge you? I And what I don't do they know. do? You I don't, don't know? They, I don't know. They, no. Katie's handled all of this, and I'm at the point with... With what it, with what this baby stuff costs, it's like just pay it. Like we need it, just pay it. I would say that she is a couple hundred bucks. What? <laughs> you say that we need it. I'm not sure. I'm you know maybe I'm just too fucking old for my own good. But I'm not. I'm pretty sure. My mom didn't have a lactation specialist. This is a very good point. Um, I'm guessing that most people in the history of mankind born, right. no like lact- lactation specialist sounds like a made up thing. It kind of is. Okay, that's what I, I thought. But I think what a la- and the pediatrician laughed at the lactation specialist. Oh, okay. like, see, we, then we I don't feel that I do not feel like I'm such a luddite that no. if the pediatrician goes lactation specialist, giggle, aren't you wasting yeah. three hundred dollars? <laughs> okay, 
I'm just glad that I'm not the only one. And and you're right. Like, what the fuck? Like, we have all these. We have lactation specialists and Bradley Method instructors and YouTube videos and all this Bradley stuff. Method instructors. Bradley, you know Lamaze. Lamaze yeah, Bradley. yeah, yeah. Bradley Method. It's that. It's just a different it's way named of, after Bradley. Yeah, this guy. I can't even think of his name, but some doctor who. It's basically a pain management thing for birth. Okay, that's all it is. All it, right, which is yeah. fine. It just sounds yeah. And. It's like going and getting Meisner technique. It's like, come on, just I mean, fucking act. You know, I don't know. It's kind, kind of. All right, whatever. So lactation stuff. We yeah, gotta, I got to zero down. I don't. Yeah. I, I, so what'd she say? What'd she do? Was I'm assuming she looks it's a she. Kid. I mean, she knows more. Here's where the benefit is. Okay. So whether or not she has, I, I could not tell you whether she has, you know, letters after her name. Okay. Um, she might. <laughs> what they be? I, I don't know. What I do know is that she knows more about babies' tongues and how the science behind how babies drink tit milk from the tit rather than a bottle and what goes on with lactation. She knows more about that than Katie and I. Because she Googled it. I think she's been doing it long enough. She's seen enough women, you know, seen enough moms and babies to know, you know. I don't want to disparage the lactation special. For any lactation specialists out there listening to this podcast... I'm talking out of my ass. It just seems like a pretty silly gig, but if you're making some money on it, more power to you. Yeah, I mean, look, she's supporting a family on this money. Exactly. There you this go. This is this is the gig she, economy. This is the gig economy. I want to be a lactation specialist and, now. Yeah, you'll Pay see me titties to fill all, your yeah. wife up. Yeah. I'm sure. Why not? Um, she, <laughs> she, I mean, immediately, just with what she was saying, was made Katie feel better about the struggle that she's having. So there's Ooh. there's value there. Well, the value is, because that's uh, there, there are studies, there are studies that, that, that we have, just as human beings, this automatic uh, response to people who we perceive as experts. Yeah. Whether or not they're experts or not, we perceive them as experts, so we will do what they say. Right. That makes us feel better like we're doing the right thing. I'm but, a social media expert. Exactly. That's what I'm off. saying. It's like, yeah. well, that's what I'm saying. You say fuck off. I'm a lactation. I specialize well, reason, in titties. And, the and the reason I like, say Ugh. fuck off to social media experts is because social media experts, when they were calling themselves that in 2010, 2011, couldn't fucking exist because social media wasn't old enough for them to have enough knowledge to be a goddamn expert on it. Katie and I are his social cues, and we're his everything. Yeah. And I want to socialize the kid. Yeah. I mean, I was telling Dana, the, I guess the week before he was born, when she was doing her poetry reading, like, I can't wait for, I mean, shit, I could wait, because, yeah, I'd still be okay to not have a kid at this point. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, that's uh, cool. Okay, so you didn't <laughs> have that moment where you saw your child no. and the heavens burst open and rainbows flew out of no. your ass. I will tell you this. It was fucking weird, because when they pulled the kid out of Katie's, what I'm assuming is still a vagina... I don't know. It is. It, it, okay. They 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 they, they kind of shrink back. To um, but as man, I understand I'll tell you this. I googled that. Don't get on the business side of that. <laughs> Who? <laughs> I mean, I'm so amazed at the at the woman's at the you know <laughs> body. I'm so so proud of my wife. For all she did. But she'll never look at her vagina the same way. I will. But like I was just saying with the kid, like, there will come a time when it'll be okay again. <laughs> there will come a time. Just avoid the business end of a, of a birth canal. That's... Oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sh- 
shit, it's incredible. But they pulled him out, and I was on the not business side of it, and I, I'm not one for sappy, sentimental bullshit, but I, and I know the science of it. Mm-hmm. The kids, babies, when they're first, like they can't really see. They yeah, make out shapes blind. barely, yeah, but yeah, they're yeah. pretty much blind. They pulled it out, and that fucker. They brought him up, and our eyes locked. There was a moment where it, and I, I don't think it was like a, and our eyes met, and we were yeah. connected. I think it was just because we were looking. We just happened to be looking so at the more, same place. If, right? if there were like <laughs> thought bubbles, it was both of you, the same thought bubble. Who the fuck are you? Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I think it would be, it, for him, it would be who the, f- or what the fuck is, what the fuck is this? And me going, Jesus, don't get on the business end of a, of a birth canal. That, so <laughs> you, know, you didn't have that big sentimental. No, but I had the holy fuck. Like, we just, we just saw, like, our eyes, it just happened. Our eyes, I was, of course, I'm looking at him because. Yeah, because he's, he's the. He, yeah, he's the he's ultimate the main event. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it just happened that way. And I was like, holy fuck, that's, that was weird. Huh. But no, I didn't have that. Because it's all business then. It's like, yeah. all right, well, let's, is everybody safe? Is everybody healthy? Are we good? Like, you let's were detached down. enough to be pragmatic. Yeah, I find that I've, and maybe it's because I edited a health magazine for six years. Yeah. But in, like, hospital health situations, I'm very pragmatic. Uh, it, the, the emotion of things usually doesn't hit me until afterward, if it does. I, I do that when I do that, that. That's how I am with any kind of business, events, anything. Yeah. If, it's, if there's a lot of stuff to do, my first impulse, especially when it's a high-stress situation, mm-hmm. is to completely detach my emotions and get shit done. Yeah, get shit done. And then if I've got to deal with the emotions, I'll deal with that later. Yeah. So I'm I, Irish, though. So I did not, no, and I'm the same way. Like, I just stuff it down until, you know, it burns I, in my alcoholic gut. I'm not Irish, but I'm maybe alcoholic. Okay. Right. So, eh, I'm know. not. I used to be. Yeah, well. I was never, like, officially alcoholic, but that's... Yeah. I just was a blackout drunk. Yeah. You know. That's all right. Yeah, what are you doing? Um, but, yeah, so, no, I didn't, I didn't have that moment. Um, but I, I, I do find myself... <laughs> I did find myself the other day where I almost said as I was putting him down, um, I was putting him down like like we put Eddie like down. Like you were saying no, I was, things, but yeah, yeah. It was like, <laughs> it's like that, that Ghostbusters two joke where you put him down. You're short. You smell yeah, funny. Exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and fuck it. It's a quick side note. I don't care what anybody says. Ghostbusters two is not a terrible movie. No, it's a funny movie. It's just it's, not as good as the first right, movie. Yeah. All right. So I was putting him down, and I and I kiss his his squishy little head, and I almost said, I love you. But I stopped myself because I don't know that I do yet. And of course I do. So you are, <laughs> you are a father who does not believe in unconditional love. I absolutely do not believe in unconditional All right. love. That is a All fucking right, hoax. I've, and I've said this for years. The unconditional love, the only unconditional love that I believed in was my grandfather Pete, who was not blood. Because the unconditional love, like, oh, the love of a parent and a child is unconditional, and I have unconditional love for my dog and all this other crap, right? The, the condition is that they're blood. If Jeffrey Dahmer's mother probably still loves him. Eh. But let's just, for the sake of argument. She kind of didn't love him to begin with. Okay. but Have, for you, the, have, you, read, have you read the graphic novel, I My have, Friend Dahmer, or seen the movie? Neither, but I need. To, I've been you meaning really to, yeah. need to see. We yeah. watched because uh, the, the graphic novel is amazing. Yeah, and the movie adaptation of it is actually damn good. Is it? Okay. I mean, really, they did a really nice job. Okay, and that's one of the things that you walk away is that uh, 
Yeah, his mom didn't really care for him, and yeah. his dad did the best he could, but uh, was kind of an ineffectual dad. But the but that I idea know that, that you know, it's, Dahmer, you know, if, you, if you're an ineffectual dad, your mom doesn't like your kid, he's going to become Jeffrey Dahmer. However, I mean, I, I've said this before: is if he becomes a mass murderer, mm-hmm. I just hope he fucking becomes the mass murderer. You want high achievement? Yes. Okay. Yeah, don't fuck around. Don't kill like six people, and it's like ah, it's a you know whatever. Like fucking kill them. Fuck them. Be Hitler. Eat them. Be Pol Pot. You know, make, make a bicycle helmet out of their feet. You know, like... Whoa! Okay. Like, right. go. Go for it. All right. So you That's went... the other thing I want to instill in my kid. I want him to always go for it. No matter what it is. Yeah. You know, yeah. Lean in. You know, <laughs> listen to Sheryl Sandberg. Lean in. <laughs> and wear low-cut blouses. Um, always. So, yeah. <laughs> no, the unconditional love. Like, if my brothers and I weren't brothers, I don't think that we would love each other. I don't think we would like each other. Like, that the condition is... That we're brothers. Yeah. My grandpa Pete didn't have to love me, but we're not blood. He married my grandma, and my grandma already had all these other kids. And then I arrived, and it was just like, this is my grandkid. You've got to like, fucking deal with him. He's like, like, I'm like my stepdad. I mean, I, I call exactly, Lawrence is yes, my dad. Your dad. I call right. him my yeah. dad. He is my dad. He didn't come into the picture. He didn't marry my mom until I graduated college. Yeah. But I love this man. I mean, he's my dad. Sure. And he's you both would, dad. you know. Take a bullet for the like. There's probably nothing oh, there's that not either of you wouldn't do for not the a other. Question. Yeah, right. so I understand that. And it's the family you choose rather than the family you're right. born with. Yeah. So no, I think that all love has conditions. It may be love that is completely unshakable and unbreakable because of that condition, and okay. that's what people define as unconditional love. But there is absolutely a condition. And do I love my son? Yeah. Yeah, it's your I mean, son. It's, it's my son. Yeah, yeah. And, you know... Will you take care of your son? Yes. Do you feel protective of your son? Yes. But do you enjoy and love who this person is? It's not a person yet. Right. I mean, he's getting there. He won't be... No, he won't be a person until he's at least 25. Well, right. But, I mean, like, you know, like, he doesn't have any personality. Like, there's just, like... Yeah, until he's 25. <laughs> right. But, I mean, it's... I've met 23-year-olds and... Yeah. Give it, give it a couple more years, and yeah. then you're like a person. Well, yeah, I mean, their brains aren't fully formed until they, the, we've talked about this. The yeah, like that adolescence should, should last until last. twenty five or twenty eight. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, but no, I mean, you know. So I just I caught myself going like, uh, you know, and then it's like, oh fuck it, dude. Just say if you feel the need to say I love you to somebody, it's because you probably love them or you feel some kind or, of affection. Yeah, or or it's it's important for your child to hear. The the thing about yeah. it is, and I guess that's one of the things that I know that my mom did right. I mean, and she, that's the thing is, textbook motherhood, mom blew it. Sure. I mean, if Dr. Spock, mom didn't know what the fuck she was doing. What right. she did was, she loved me yeah. and my sister, always made sure we were eating, mm-hmm. always made sure we had shelter. Yeah. Everything else is up for grabs. Yeah. But, you know, it's it, it's one of the things that, uh, that was one of the things I almost put, and I may I may amend it, but one of the things, my advice to Prince Harry Himmel yeah. is don't be a writer. Because your dad doesn't need the competition. All right, Simeon cohort. Here's Don and David with the six things you should do for the week. <clears throat> this is a big one, so listen carefully. Okay. Uh, it's it's a two-parter sort of. Uh, if you don't watch last week tonight with John Oliver, watch that show. Okay. It is it is the greatest satire, and it is in, informational and smart and funny, and it's and he's doing great things in a, on a social scale with a lot of what he's doing. Um, a lot of the topics they cover. Mike Pence. Mm. And I know this is, this is a longer... But this topic, is good. This, this is, is important. Good. Mike Pence, our vice president, apparently has a pet bunny. 
uh, named Marlon Bundo. <laughs> and this bunny has a goddamn Instagram account, and you know people follow it and whatever. Um, so Marlon Bundo is is a hit. And there was a book that was published. I I don't know if it's published this week or if it's next week, but this book is coming out or was just published, and it's like a day in the life of Marlon Bundo, pre- vice president of the United States, or some shit like that. And John Oliver last week did. Uh, a main story about how awful Mike Pence is oh for all the reasons that he is. And he talked about this book and the bunny. And as a way to troll Mike Pence, mm-hmm. uh, John Oliver and the, the Last Week Tonight, they wrote their own version of the Marlon Bundo book. And, and he's gay. And he's a gay he's bunny. He's a gay bunny, yeah, yeah. And it's a, I, we've bought it. We okay, so you did buy it. We Mike bought Pence's this book. daughter bought it. Mike Pence's wife has read it. Okay. And this book is a number one New York Times bestseller. They, of course it is. And all the money that goes to this book, it's not going to John Oliver, no. or the writers, the producer, to HBO or anything like They're that. Not. This is going to, and I can't remember off the top of my head what it is, um, but it's going to... Is it the HRC? Uh, Hillary Rodham Clinton? No. No, the, no, the Human Rights Campaign. No. Okay. Um, it's going... Uh, shit. But anyway. Go to Marlon Bundo. I'll put it in the, the show the, notes. Yeah. Go, Google Marlon Bundo, John Oliver, or go to um, betterbundobook.com, and that'll give you the information. You can buy the book there. Um, and there's an audio portion. Oh, that's so um, funny. Which, it's got... Um, uh, Jim Parsons is reading it from Big Bang Theory. Uh, Jesse Tyler Ferguson from oh Modern God. Family is reading on it. John Lithgow... Um, RuPaul is there, Ellie Kemper from The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, I mean, it's... It's good. Yeah. So, buy that buy the book. book. Buy, not, buy, see, I think if you're going to do it, you buy both books. No, fuck that. Fuck Mike Pence. Fuck that goddamn bunny. Buy the Bundo, buy the John Oliver Bundo book. All right. Yeah. All right, so that's fuck your Mike number one. Don't give them shit. That thing should trump those motherfuckers. My, re- my book is much more dire. Okay. And not <laughs> the as book funny. about a gay bunny? It's not as funny as the book about a gay bunny. <laughs> it is called The Sixth Extinction, An Unnatural History by Elizabeth Colbert. Um, basically, what the book is about is that throughout the history of Earth, the planet, there have been five mass extinctions. Mm. And the mass extinctions have caused the death of, of anywhere from 50% to 90% of all life, all species on the planet. Yeah. And we are in the sixth extinction. And what makes it distinct extinction is this is the only extinction in, in recorded history that was caused by the species sure. that was in charge, basically. Good for us. And so the book leans into the idea that humanity, when looked on a geological timescale, is arguably the sixth mass extinction, the first time any single species had the honor <laughs> of causing such a calamity. Yeah. I highly recommend that you read The Sixth wow. Extinction. It'll fuck your brain up, but it really frames things in a, in a, a very unique perspective. So, And by the paper version, because fuck the forest. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so my, uh, my second thing to do is a watch. Watch The Americans on FX. It's the final season. It's an incredible show. It is good. God damn. Um, and this is the final season, and of course it's, you know, well, you, if you don't know what, what it's about, Google it. Isn't it, it out? But, yeah, it's, yeah, it's very, very good, yeah. yeah. All right, then my second thing will be a watch. In honor of Mr. Himmel, Pops, as I call mm-hmm. him frequently, um, I want you to rent or uh, stream Michael Keaton's Mr. Mom. <laughs> 
That's perfect because I just re- I just replaced an outlet in our apartment. Yeah, last there week. you go. Two two twenty two twenty five. Whatever works. Whatever works. <laughs> um, yes, because uh, you will watch it and it will make you think of David Himmel with his uh, young charge, Prince Harry yeah. Himmel. Yep. So, Mr. Mom. Okay. And you're number one. It's a do. Uh, I actually I just came up with this tonight as we were sitting here. Uh, remember, <laughs> exercise your brain. So, if you have a kid. Or when you're too tired, your brain is still, it's, the, the muscle is strong and you're still functioning. So you can remember shit and your brain doesn't go to absolute crap like your child's asshole and diaper. Because um, remembering is important. So I don't know. Do, do brain games. Do brain games, yeah. okay. And my, my first, number one, is a listen. It's a podcast. It's called Don't Keep Your Day Job with Kathy Heller. Um, and what I like about it is, more than anything else, she's a little bit annoying, um, I'll be honest. <laughs> she's just a little annoying. However, what she does is she's interviewing, she does interviews with people who have eschewed the corporate mentality of said, I'm going to do the thing that I love to do, the thing that I am best at, and I'm going to figure out how to make money doing it. Okay. And so uh, recent uh, interviews have included Jenna Fisher, the actor, mm-hmm. um, and she's got a production company, mm-hmm. Stephen Crowder, or Steph Crowder, sorry, and Jonathan Fields. So it's all, and it, what, what's really interesting is she's not the most interesting part of the <laughs> podcast, but her interviews, it's really interesting. And given that we're both in that freelance world and, yeah. you know, always kind of scrambling for the buck. Yeah. Um, I, it's, I just really liked listening to some of these stories about people saying, this is the thing that I love. Mm-hmm. And I, this is what I did to figure out how to get paid to do this thing that I love and not have it suck my soul out. And it, it's, yeah. it's, it's a very, very interesting uh, listen, so I highly recommend it. Cool. All right, and that's the podcast. That's uh, it. I'm sure we'll have more baby stories as things go. I'm going to try to not be that guy. No, no, but I'm going to keep prodding you because yeah. that's fascinating yeah. to me and I think uh, interesting sure. for listeners. Yeah. All right. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. This has been the Literate Apecast. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and on literateape.com slash podcasts. For more information about Literate Ape, go to literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Apecast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Locomotive. You can catch them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com. 